I gotta be everything that I could be. I gotta do this thing, honestly. Why can't I do it all, honestly? I bet I shock them when I drop. I know they probably think I'm washed. I'm kettle cooking with the chip. It's on my shoulders till we win. I'm getting older by the minute. Yeah. I really had it up to here. They always looking like they're winging it. I've been planning every meal. Got me sipping on this beer. Ooh, and I don't even fuck with beer. No, I need some water and ideas. Yeah, I gotta start to make it clear. Uh, I'm kind of peeping all the fallacy. I'm powered by the people doubting me. I had to eat it like a ton of calories in the analogy. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com. The big week is here. That's right, the big game. This Sunday, you know what I'm talking about, all right? Earn up to $50 in tokens. Get $10 when you wager $20 on a three or more pick football parlay on ProLine or Stadium Bets. A maximum of five tokens can be earned by February 11th and will expire by March 31st, 2024. Get in the game today at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or older. Please play responsibly what do you know about traveling what do you know about battling adversity what do you know about overcoming i already used the word adversity i I ran out of words there but you know what i mean boys we just got back from uh, toronto hell of a travel time hell of an event with the nhl all-star weekend got snowed in because of our home province getting uh piled on we just so much snow so much snow uh, so the, the plane couldn't land. We were stuck there for two more days. Hard to complain because the Leafs were playing the Islanders while we were stuck. So that was great. But so many stories, uh, so many uh, just, man, what a time. Uh, I'm going to ruin it in the intro. I'm just going to start the podcast, I guess. But we got home, what's today, Thursday. So we got home Tuesday. Um, this morning we had to come up to New Glasgow for a memorial tournament. So we're here actually doing this podcast in the Pictou County Wellness Center up in the box. Great hospitality here. Uh, but it's going to be a great podcast. Myself, dudes, Brendan from Port Hood is going to be producing because Jeff is holding down the streams this weekend back in the cities, holding them down old school pimp tight. So it's going to be a great episode. I'm Justin. Dudes is here. Brendan, here we go. You know what comes next. <laughs> All right, the boys are humming. We are here, uh, Pictou County Wellness Center, up in the suite. Some great hospitality. The boys are tired, but uh, the work continues, as as we like to say here in the company. Uh, fresh off a Toronto trip, I'm happy to have Brennan here. Brennan, show yourself. Wave to the fans. Great to to have you here from Port Hood, dudes here as well. Uh, Jeff, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to put it, is back in the city holding down the streams uh, that we have this weekend back in the city. So it's a nice little treat for dudes and I to be out here uh, in Pictou County to be able to stream the Bantam Memorial U13, UA, or UAA, U15, AA and A. Okay, yeah. So we're out here for that. And uh, like I said, fresh from Toronto. And I do apologize to everyone at home that we didn't get the Toronto podcast out sooner. It was just a hell of a trip, and we're going to be able to explain ourselves here for the next, uh, <laughs> how long can we go for, Brennan? An hour? The foreseeable future, anyway. We'll see. Okay, so see, we'll see how things go. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I, I, should I say how I, I don't know, how are you? We'll go with Dutes. Dutes, how are you? How are you feeling? I'm good. It was a long trip. Um, it's hard to complain about a long trip when you're in Toronto, especially me being a Leafs fan. Um, and just a hockey fan period to be at the All-Star game. Yeah, we got stuck. But way better scenario that we were in than the people at home, especially at my house personally, having to shovel out all by herself, <laughs> the fiancé. So I'm good, man. Uh, we got a day rest, and we're right back to it. But this is kind of how we drew it up and how we wanted things to go. So I'm, I'm happy it, to be it, here. It's crazy what one night of sleep in your bed does. Yeah. Like Even, like, even what one home-cooked meal does. Just complete reset and also what one game of hockey does like playing hockey at noon at centennial the other day just sweating moving being a human again and an athlete like you just feel like a complete new person again and you need it right what? like you, you you and i specifically like i know when you said you were going to play hockey i said enjoy the skate because you're you know it, yeah. it's going to feel great number one and you, you need it you need to sweat you need to get back to your regular routine because whether we like it or not man we grew up athletes we grew up 
hockey players we call ourselves, but um, that's what our bodies are used to, and they crave those every now and then. So. Well, we're going to the Montreal Meltdown. We're going to be there for, what, 47, 47 days, so we better get used to life on the road. But Might have to find some, maybe a, like a shinny team or something while we're up there. That's actually a great idea. The only thing I can think of, though, is uh, hockey gear, traveling up, right? Got to yeah. travel light. We'll figure it out. We yeah. always do. That's a little bit down the road now here, so. Yeah, let's figure out. Let's do this podcast. And then <laughs> we'll um, so I guess maybe I'll explain how like the NHL All Star Game kind of came about. Uh, we had a busy. Uh, we had a bit. We have a busy schedule. Excuse me, coming up. And within this company, when guys are working hard, we like to reward everyone. So um, I knew that we were going to be flat out busy from now till June. June till June. Yep. Yeah, flat out busy from now till June with really no time off in between. So I thought it would just be a nice little trip to go up to Toronto with the guys, have some fun, let a, let a, let a little steam loose. Mm -hmm. Is that what they say? Let, let loose or let some steam let off some either steam way. You out. just combine them. That's Whatever. All. <laughs> um, so that's what we did. Like, you know, flights weren't that overpriced. Tickets weren't that overpriced mm. for the game. It was reasonable. We made it work. Um, so we went up and, and, and did what we had to do. Cheap man pays twice. That's one of the mottos of this company try not to buy cheap equipment mm -hmm. try not to um buy cheap travel expenses and that's kind of where i didn't listen to my own advice uh, i i went with a company named uh i can't even say them without i can't even say it why uh, we went with a company called flair yep and uh just complete mayhem <laughs> just a complete mayhem of a situation actually a, a great thing happened brendan where Usually a flight coming out of Halifax is packed mm -hmm. to the gills. A hundred seats on a plane. Ish, yep. A hundred tickets. Like, it's packed. Yep. But this one flight that we luckily get out on has, you know, 17 open seats. And for some reason, the people moving forward with this, I can't even call it, they're a company of an airline, <laughs> decide that one person isn't in their seat and they have to find this one person and make sure that they're in their right seat. Right. And now I'm thinking... What are the listeners thinking? Are they, is, is Justin serious? Was this actually the issue of being delayed by, what, an hour and a half? Well, we were three hours delayed originally. <laughs> and then when yeah, we yeah. got there, once we got on the plane and on the tarmac right at the gate, it ended up being almost another two, two and a half hours before we could even pull away and from I, the gate. And as we are going through this situation, we're looking outside because airplanes have windows, and we're seeing the nor'easters slowly start to creep up on us. So yep. as the staff of this airplane are slowly – trying to count how many heads are on the plane. They probably went down, up and down the aisles maybe four or five times. There was a point where there was a woman counting. No, no I'm, not, don't, I'm not going there. There was a woman counting, and she had the, the pylons. Uh, or what's it called when a person directs the plane? Oh, they're like the traffic sticks or whatever. The traffic you know what sticks. The yeah. traffic stick lady was on counting. And then the next thing you know, I see her outside loading the luggage onto the plane. Yeah, so third-party counter. The, so I'm like, why is the lady... Uh, the, the luggage lady counting heads. And then the next thing you know, you see the actual stewardess count, and no one could get a correct number. And I, uh, not my, but you got to remember, people, that the flight was already delayed three hours. At this point now, four and a half hours. Yep. People are missing their, their whatever. People are missing family. Luckily, all we're doing is going to a hockey game. So dudes and I and Jeff, we're like, whatever, it does suck, but. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna let her ruin my day. And but it was the next day too. Exactly. So, so yeah. there's tons of people already upset. We're luckily keeping our cool over a head count after a delay of four and a half hours. Very frustrating. And then when people start to get even more frustrated, that's when you get the hecklers. That's mm -hmm. when you start getting people yelling out. The one thing that, unfortunately, they did. They the, the the staff yelled back at us. They got on the, what do you call it, intercom? The intercom, yeah. And they go, look, get in your right seat because I want to go home. So as soon as the, the staff of the airline starts to complain, that's when things start to go south. That's right. Um, four and a half hours. Yeah. So that's all what I'll say about that. Yeah, if I can chime in on the situation Am too. Am I missing anything? <clears throat> I would say for the most part you got it down pat, but like you said, the lady that came in, the third-party counter, uh, to the point, Belly, where we, we kept our cool, and I even chimed in. You know, like, let me count. I can count by threes, no problem. You know, this is easy. We had 17 empty seats. The number was actually 176. I remember specifically the lady saying that because I wanted to know when she got the correct number, if somebody was to come down here and do this again, if they get that number again. There was, I would say 10 times they went up. And it, all different people. Like, every person on there. And then the best part was is the pilot comes over the intercom and you're going, oh, 
here we go. When these pilot comes on, it basically means we're not going anywheres. He comes on, he goes, sorry about the delay, folks. I'm not sure if the people on board can't count or if there's a mess up in the system. So now everyone's super on edge, right? So now the people that are working on the flight are going, well, he just chirped us. There's no team mentality. No, man. It was a bunch of, indiv a bunch of individuals. But I did notice one thing before we got on, because we did get dinged for bags, because maybe our error, maybe a scam type deal. Regardless of that, there was a man there, and I don't think he had a seat yet, but he was there ready to get a seat. And she ended up getting him a seat and switched him with another I passenger. This. I remember that. And this. I think that's where the confusion started. Because they were asking people about the emergency exit and do you speak fully English? Can you communicate at the whole, uh, you know, at a, at a high level, like in an emergency situation? And they ended up switching seats and then we finally get on the plane and all this happens. And and like you said, they go over the intercom and they're going, yeah, we're trying to go home. It's like, no shit, you know, like we're on a flight. We all have somewheres to be. People that are in Halifax trying to go back to Toronto are very impatient. And so we don't even end up going until I think... The, the time was an hour 47. It was almost dark when we flew out. Like that it was, we sat at the gate. It was pretty dark. And we know at this point, too, Belly, that this storm is coming. A nor'easter. If, if we don't get out now, we're not getting out. Luckily, we did. And it did not stop there, did it? Well, no, it did not. <laughs> well, what else happened? Well, on the way there, so right when we finally did get to, to pull off, we got away from the gate. And there was a lady, and, and everybody keep in mind here. Oh, yes, I forgot about this. The lady, the lady with, the with the baby. All these things are happening within seats of us, right? <coughs> yes, So it's I all like at the back that. of the plane. It's right near us. So then the lady's sitting with, she has her She was right coat, in front of you. Oh, yeah, the seat just to, like front left. She had her coat over her, like as a blanket, as if, right? The AC has been pumped for an hour and a half now. She right? has a child with her, correct? No, the lady that stuck up for her had a child okay, with her. Okay, so she's okay. sitting there, and I'm not sure what the altercation was because once we got ready into fly mode, in go my headphones, down go my eyes, we're ready to go. Then I hear another altercation. So I'm thinking, oh, great, here we go. But this is right as we're about to take off. Right as we're about to take like off. 30 After seconds. all of this, and the flight attendant comes down, and he's like, hey, you have to take your coat off for takeoff. And the lady's just kind of like, okay, but why? You know, like, give me a reason. I think she was just looking for a reason, and he couldn't give her one. He kept saying, because that's what I'm telling you to do. And he said things like, take it off or you don't fly or things like that. Over a coat draped over somebody that was cold. So finally she gives in, and he was very, very snarky and very uh, degrading in his tone, in my opinion. What are you doing? And then finally she gave the coat up, and he yanked the, the overhead bin down and like this, aggressively this, above her this is the same guy that this, said hurry up i want to go home and like over the pa that's now. right yes so everyone's kind of watching this unfold and everyone's just thinking the same thing let's get out of here who cares if she's if she's wearing a, a clown suit who cares a parka get let's go so finally she obliges he gets the coat he slams the bin down he I'm not, this this is not exaggerating like in this motion he shoves the coat into the thing, and he's pushing it and shoving it, and everyone's just sitting there like, "What is? why is he so mad? And then finally he gets a uh, shot, and then there's an arm of the coat hanging outside the bin, and she's like, it's hanging out, and he's like, I don't care. And he looks at her, and he goes, took you long enough. Oh, my God. And so that was it. The lady in front of me, she had a baby with her. The baby was great, cute as hell, kept yep. peeking at the, through the seats at me. Yep. So there's a positive part of the story. Um, didn't notice the baby the rest of the way. Anyway, she goes, no. She stopped the flight attendant, and she goes, why did you have to be like that? And he's like, well, she needs to listen, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, she goes, I understand that. But, like, that's not how you should treat somebody. You're on an airline. You're in a, let's face it, a customer first, customer's right business is a flight attendant. The customer's always right. And so she was just, she kind of just ripped him up and down. And he was like, well, I was frustrated and stuff, like, as if that's a good excuse. And she's like, I understand you're frustrated. We're all pretty frustrated. You know, at this point, it's been an hour 45. We haven't even left the gate. You know, it's already Optics. delayed three hours. So she finally puts it up there, and she lit into this guy, man, and I, I ended up tapping her and going, that was, somebody had to say something. And so she goes, listen, I'm not attacking you fully. The whole crew has been nothing but, um, like, degrading the entire time. She goes, right from the get-go, you guys come over to the PA and say, oh, we want to go home. Right away, everybody's feeling uneasy. I tried to give the guy nux when I walked on. He dodged me on it. Yeah, they just weren't. And, like, even at the gate, they were just like, whatever. Have fun and all that shit. So, yeah, it ended up being a complete shit show. And then we haven't even taken off yet, Kelly. Well, we haven't even talked about the flight home. We'll no. wait till after the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. If you think the podcast sucks now, just wait till the end. Because <laughs> that, that, the flight home, that's that could be a whole other episode. But we'll, we'll get yep. it in there. But anyways, four, four, five, at this point, five hours delayed. You do whatever the 
flight. You do whatever the customer says. What do I always say about optics? Even though sometimes we do this job and we're frustrated, I always say, boys, yeah. tuck it deep. Don't show anyone you're frustrated. Get the job done. Go home. Then you can let it loose. In front of everyone, you get the job done. Then you, you go. Well, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't. Anyways, you know, I won't be flying with them. Uh, 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 man. Cheap man pays twice. Cheap man that pays is, twice. That is the point of this. And, th- that and they dinged you with the bag. Me. The That's bag was like a hundred bucks, seventy-five dollars for uh, my little carry-on, right? On, and that was not. before we got going. I forgot about this. The lady behind Jeff put up a stink, so it caused an extra forty-five-minute delay. <laughs> no, <laughs> she may have, <laughs> um, but she didn't want to pay for the bag, so uh, security had to come. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. And just like the third-party counter, like how hard is it to count by three? Yeah. How many sections are there on the plane? Okay, if there's fifteen seats of three, do fifteen times three. Yeah. What's your number? Minus that by the amount of empty seats you have, boys. I did math foundations, yeah. okay, and I didn't do well in it. Yeah. And I could have figured this out yeah. to the point where I said something. But I wasn't there, being there, there was nothing to figure out. No. And we have more seat room. We have more leg room. We have more. Let's go. It's a party now. We forgot this. Then once they get the count, the lady comes in, and she this lady, she was a boss bitch, man. She came in, and she handled shit. Oh, the lady at the front lady. desk that came on. She yeah. came in. She tick, 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 176. What's the issue? She walks out. Everyone's like, cool. Everyone's like, remember they clapped? Yeah. We haven't even left the ground yet. And so now they're coming back down, and they're saying, if you switch seats, now's the time to tell us. And they went through every seat belly and yeah. made sure Matthew, yeah. Justin, Justin, Jeff, Jeffrey, yeah. Brennan. And so I'm yeah. sitting there. Jeff and I switched seats, I'm pretty sure, at one point, or someone did. And I took the window, and we were like, man, are we going to, like, how yeah. is this complicating things? Like, it's not. The cherry on the cake was, so we got the flight throughout. The cherry on the cake, yeah. The cherry, cherry, on, on, cherry on top <laughs> was uh, when the flight gets delayed, I got a voucher for 21 bucks because I booked it, so I get all the, the voucher. That's right. So it was like 21 bucks. I'm like, great. I'm pretty stressed out. Maybe I'll get myself a little a little drinky poo, something <laughs> like that, right? So yeah. Buddy comes by, and he goes, hey, well, how can I get you a drink? I go, yeah, that'd be great. Can I get a, a Johnny on the, the rocks? You know, Johnny Walker, you know, feel good. Here's the get voucher. Warm. No, sorry, we're not accepting vouchers at this time. God, let me repeat myself after all this. No, sorry, we're not accepting vouchers at that time. And it literally says on the voucher, apologies for the delay, sir. Here's a $21 voucher to make up for your inconvenience after all this. Like, okay, great, scan the voucher. That'll go on the Johnny Walker on the rocks. Because no, I was going to get my whole row a little something. I know 21 bucks wouldn't cover it, but the people I was sitting next to, they were such nice people. It was a Cape Retner on my right and a yeah. guy from Barrie, Ontario on my left. Line mates. Line mates, as That's you what said. we were calling them, yeah. Line mates. You were playing and center. I, and I said to them, I was like, this might be a, the flight to get a drink. And they go, well, it's on you if we're getting one. I go, done. I got a voucher. So I look like a big dog with the voucher thing. 21 bucks. And then buddy comes up and I go, yeah, here's my voucher for 21. I'll, you know, I'll get a drink and then I'll put the difference on credit, whatever. And then he says, yeah, sorry, we're not accepting uh, vouchers at this time. Like, when are you going to accept it if it's not now? <laughs> you know what I think of when you say that right away is the dupe fest that we got into in Thunder Bay when we got free a free meal every day from the place we were staying. But every time we oh, went sloppy down, Joe. it, was, it yeah. was closed. So when do we get this? We have to wait yeah. till May when it opens. They got us big. The cheap man pays twice. And that's just, here we go. We haven't even got into the trip yet, Belly. Like, actually going to the hotel, that whole thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, we'll, we'll get there. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I missed. I've, I did end up getting everyone uh, the drinks in the That's row. What I was going to ask. That was great. Yep. And we had some great conversations. The the lady sitting to my right who was from uh, Sydney, a couple mutual friends, you know, her her son played uh, baseball. Yep. That's right. On you the said that. provincial team. So I thought maybe you, but he, I think she was like, I think she said that he was like 27, 28. So he might have been a bit younger than you. But yeah, I thought. A few years. Anyways. <clears throat> and then the gentleman to, gentleman to my left, not like a huge hockey guy, doesn't really know too much about sports, but just really interested in high-button sports. And he also helped us with the advice instead of not taking an Uber in the city, take right. the up train. So that saved us some money. Yep. Um, but just two great people to be stuck in that situation with. The worst people to be stuck in that situation with is like the people yelling and the people Which we'll yelling. get to. Which we will get to. The guy yelling on the on the way home. But yeah. Oh, at the uh, the flight home. Who did I? I had no. I, you I said did, you had I, great line. I mates. did have great line mates. I was playing the right wing. I was playing my off wing. Yeah. Um. I had a lady from Toronto. I think she said she. No, she was from Detroit. Okay. Actually, and she was in town watching her niece play for Dow. No way. Hockey. So. Oh, you told me this. Yeah. So we automatically yes. have a little bit of a connection. And and I'll be honest with you, Belly. These people might have been the two easiest people on earth to make laugh. Yeah. No matter what I said was was hilarious, right? So now I'm feeling. You know how they tell you don't egg them on that kind of thing. Um. And then I had an awesome Indian gentleman beside me. Uh, I think his name was Barit. Barit? I think, if I remember correctly. 
um, he was awesome, man. He was joking around, and he's like, he's like, we learned how to te- uh, count by three in India, like when we're born. He says, he's <laughs> like, I don't see what the issue is here, but um, no, I had great line mates, and like you said, you could be with you know some complete gomers, and you really don't know. Yeah, you know, luckily you and I are pretty. I like to consider us pretty social people. We're conversationalists. To, to talk to pretty much anybody at at any point, or not talk to somebody at the same time. But um, it was nice to have people that, you know, because you can feel the animosity, you can feel the tension building, buttholes clenching up, that kind of stuff. Um, so it was nice to have some like like-minded people. I'll say, yeah. as far as the humor things, and yeah. uh, they weren't in any rush to go anywhere. So we were lucky in that regard. Yeah. And then we landed, and then the flight. Like the, once we got up. Great flight, other than, oh. the va- other than the voucher thing. That kind of pissed me off, but whatever. <laughs> Once I got the Johnny Walkers in me, every- everything was fine. Mm-hmm. But the flight was smooth, like no turbulence, landed, got to Toronto, got to the hotel quick. Yeah. Um, it just started having a night, really. Got out, enjoyed the city. Did we see – no, we didn't see Brody and Ben the first night. No, we did not, no. What did we do the first night? First night we Jack got – Jack Astors. We got to uh, the hotel. Remember? Key oh, yeah. Key and the work. key didn't work. So, yeah. So, dudes use his Fairview Smarts. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, you know what? This was a complete. I, at the time, I was laughing. Like, this, there's no way this is going to work. I saw it on, like, a crime documentary or, or like, uh, something along those lines. But I just slid my card in on the latch, and it popped open. And we both, we were all three of us were kind of like, oh, shit. Like, this is good, but it's also bad. So, when he says slid his card, like, Usually hotels, if you've been in a hotel in the past 20th year, 20th mm-hmm. century, all you got to do is tap and then it opens, but it wasn't opening. So dude's just kind of wiggled his way through on the side, yeah, pushed, the latch, pushed the latch in, and then it opened. And you got to think as a business owner right away, you're going, all right, <laughs> I'm bringing up thousands of dollars worth of equipment to Toronto and anyone could get into this. No problem. No problem. If I can get in, anybody can. So there was that, which... Honestly, didn't even really. It, yeah, at the at the time, you're thinking a little bit about it, and then once the day goes on, you're going, no, it's, no one knows we're staying here. No one's no. gonna get in and rob us. No one's gonna say, and no one did. Nope. They did say they were gonna fix it. So the whole time, we didn't have room keys. No, we just did the trick. We just did the trick every time. So every time they came up, they're like, so how do you guys get in? I go, oh, it just worked once, and then it doesn't didn't work anymore. We leave a guy in there. <laughs> That's what we said. Yeah, yeah we we, we just left happened. a guy in there, and he opened the door for they us. Didn't care. So um, then that, that, was that was that was a thing, and then eventually we just made our way down to where the All Star Game was, and we made it just in time for like the ending, and then we did interviews, and we did, we weren't watching the skills competition, nope. so we didn't know what was happening. But <laughs> the common trait of people walking out that they were pissed at uh, Kucherov. So that was funny. I had no idea what they were talking about, but as soon as I went on Twitter, opened my phone, <laughs> typed in Kucherov, I saw it. I, I you know. I think it's funny, but I also think that there's a kid in the stands who's a Kucherov fan. Who saw that and was like, ah, maybe I'm not a Kucherov fan. That's the part I, I don't like. But everything else was hilarious about it. Mm-hmm. That's the only part. It's just the kids thing. And, like, the dad maybe saving up for some money to take his kid to this. Right. And, like, that's the product. That's the only thing that gets me a little. And, like, the optics of it. Like yeah, you the said, optics, like the yeah. kids are like, oh, well, I'm not going to try because Kucherov does it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think you're. that's a good point. But the parents, like, saved up all year to take his kid to see Kucherov and then and let's get let's let's be straight here. Kucherov is one of the best passers in the NHL. Yeah, he couldn't hit And he those couldn't things. hit those targets. Like you and I can hit those targets, yeah. Belly. Like I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying the showing that he put on was an embarrassment. Yeah. But the guys and, the, and they clip to like the NHL guys, like all the other guys, and like some of them are laughing and some of them are like, oh shit, he's because they're talking about finding him now. Yeah. So, so we'll rightfully see. so. Yeah, just crazy. Just you know, just goes to show you mm-hmm. they got to fix. They're saying it might be in Milan next year, the All Star Game. Milan? Or maybe 2026. Are you sure that's not the Olympics? Yeah, but it, it, it's something like that. It's like they're, they're going to have the All-Star game right before the Olympics, Piggy so the back. players are like already there or something. Because yeah, okay. like the players apparently don't ever have fun at these All-Star games. But if it's in a city like Milan, and most of the players in the All-Star game are going to the Olympics anyways. That's right. So it kind of just makes sense. So I saw something like that. That might be cool. I don't know what's in Milan, but yeah, I've heard it before, either. so it's got to be somewhat of a cool city. I just think they, of, uh, I've never heard hockey played in Milan, but I've also there's that's lots of places why where cool. I haven't heard. Is that where the Olympics are? I I think I don't know if it is Spain maybe or something like that. But anyways, that's, I don't know. That's a while away. I, I don't know, but I just remember being a kid and loving the All Star Game. I don't know what's happened. Like Al McGinnis taking a slap shot, just I loved that. But I don't I don't know why. It maybe because I'm not a kid anymore. Maybe and you understand the inner workings too, right? And like we're at a point now where we love the game. We love, like, when we went to the Leafs game, it was way better. We had a t- little fight. We had, there was a bunch of hits. It was a game. There we was elements. The guys from there behind was breakouts. There was yeah. neutral zone regroups. There was, you know, like, it was just every little element of the game that you were looking for. But the All-Star game has changed, man. They used to do that rapid-fire shootout thing that people loved where you just, like, 
you just skate up, grab a puck, turn around, try and score, and you got to do it in the fastest time. There's like six pucks lined up, and the goalies are more incorporated. Um, but I think just because we were kids and the term all-star is like yeah. a dream of yours yeah. when you're playing hockey or any sport at all. So to hear that connected to something is kind of probably what brings the love on for that. But I agree. I definitely liked it a lot more when I was a kid. But with that being said, this was an incredible experience and something that I'll never forget for sure. Oh, my God. It was unbelievable. You so know, fortunate not to everybody be able to get, to get up go. and do it. No, not at all. So. Like, I don't know if I'd ever go back, but I'm happy I did it. You know, I'll, I'll try anything once. I'm happy I went. It was awesome. It was a great time. Toronto. Old, you know, know, that's the thing, Toronto. Especially for me, like, like that's you get away that's with home. wearing your Leafs jersey all day. Like that. It was so funny when we got off the train from the airport, <laughs> and you just get out into the subway, and there's just Leafs fans. I don't even think there's Leafs fans going to the All Star game. There's people just coming home from work mm -hmm. wearing Leafs jerseys. Oh yeah, they're wearing Leafs jerseys, and I'm just like, dudes is at home. Dudes could say anything right now. Disneyland. Did you have your Leafs jersey on? No, you didn't. No, I was saving it. But you felt at home. Yeah, I have a Leafs hat. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I was just humming. walking around, people coming home from the office, having their Leafs Cold jersey Leafs, on. high fives, all that stuff. It was unreal. <laughs> I've never it, seen you so happy. And then you called the rollerblade guy. You called it because we were walking down and you saw advertisements of rollerblades. Uh, no, it was because we were walking and I was looking at the floor going, man, how much faster would this be if I could skate? You didn't see the ads to your left of the rollerblade no, guy? No, I there just was, said In, I, in the video, there's, I'll show you, there's really? ads of like rollerblades. Like not rollerblades, but like the four-wheel yeah, rollerblades. Yeah. Yeah, really? and, and then you just go, oh, there's a sick floor for rollerblades. And then the next thing you know, there's a, there's a guy. <laughs> Coming down a rollerblade. Yeah, it was just like, I thought you saw him. No, I didn't. I uh, I manifested it. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that word. <laughs> it's it's Manifesting is the thing, but I don't think I did that in that scenario. And then when, as soon as we walked outside into the city and, and breathed that fresh air, kind of, game on. <laughs> The air coming out of the vents and the sewers. Game on. <laughs> You're just like, okay, content, Toronto, city, hotel, Easy content. content. What? Easy content. Oh, my God. It's right there. Everything. So, it's a, it's a great city. It's a great hockey city. Yeah. It's a great hockey town. Mm -hmm. All they care, like, no offense to the Raptors or anything. I, I know it was All-Star Week, but I didn't see one Raptors, like, billboard. No. I didn't see one Raptors, like, advertisement. I, I, I didn't see anything, like, Toronto FC. I just saw Leafs. Yeah. I know it's All-Star Weekend, so maybe I could be wrong. Like, maybe if you're a full-timer living in Toronto, yeah. there could be other advertisements. But I didn't see anything other than Leafs, Leafs, Leafs. And you got to think that's what our nucleus was, too, right? Like, we're in the thick of the All-Star, yeah. so everything we're looking for is All-Star, right? So easily Raptors could have slipped, especially for me. I'm not really – I'm not a basketball fan necessarily. I like sports. Like, and I'll, I watch the Raptors when they won, but for yeah. the most part, I'm not going, oh, sick, Raptors poster or whatever, you know? Yeah. So could have easily got – Slid under the rug for us yeah. just because we were blindfolded by the experience. Yeah. But being able to interview people too would caught me off guard. I thought everyone would be a little bit more like, not like smirky, but like just a little, like, I don't want to talk to anyone right now, stuck yeah. up, but completely wrong. Especially Every in the financial district. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but everyone was just, well, I guess everyone had a couple Lucy Poo, you know, a little Lucy Pops there. So they came right out and started talking to me. Yep. That was great. So you definitely, you know, you're in a different city, not nerves, but you're just like, all right, is this going to go as well as it goes in Halifax? I don't know. We'll see. But no, went as well as planned. Everything yeah. was great. And then the content was perfect. I don't really have any complaints about the first day other than the flight and flare. And the but that's minimal stuff for us. And at the same time, we talked about this and we were like, this is going to make a great podcast topic. That's what I, I uh, oh, sorry. Oh, here we go. Oh, just got a good text. Did you? No. Did I? No. No. It's no from, text uh, for me, Brendan. Bullshit. How come you didn't text me? Oh, I don't know what my just phone got is. <laughs> what an answer. That's good. Let's go. All right. Sweet. Figure that out later. Business never stops. Business never sleeps. But, man, it's nice when people reach out like that, you know, because at the beginning of this, we had to reach out. We still do. Yeah. You know, we find out about something. And we're like, hey, you want uh, a life, lifetime experience and memories? What are we talking about? The text. Oh, the there. text. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, go yeah, back yeah, to the yeah. All Star game. Yeah. No, it was um, great. Yeah. Um, in the All-Star game, obviously, you know, the intros and stuff, Loud Luxury was there. I thought that was hype. Um, yep. They had the bracelets that lit up, and they were to the beat of the songs. Yep. I thought that was really cool because you yep. see that shit on TV. Yep. And for you and I, I know, and I know Jeff. Jeff's a huge hockey guy, um, nerd, hockey nerd. But when you're in the rink, I didn't have my phone out, man, for a lot of this. I just – there's so many times where people tell stories about not being in the moment and not, like, fully taking it on and feeling it. But, man, when you're in there and you're a hockey fan like we are, you just it, you feel you feel electrified inside. 
but you just feel at home. You feel home. You know what I mean? And that, and then all of a sudden you're loosey-goosey. Now, I had a few vodka sodas, so at that point you're feeling pretty good. But everyone around us is buddy-buddy. That lady thought you were Prince Harry. Um, and they just did a, a, a hilarious, or not a hilarious, a great show, man. It was Toronto. They oh, had the, the band light show? on. And, like, oh. and Nate and Sid come out, and we're just, you know, standing They got a standing O from us? Oh, absolutely, they did. And, uh, you know, Jeff loves the Oilers. He got to see McDavid and Dreisaitl. I'm a huge Leafs fan. I got to see four of them. I'm not going to go into them. And you, I know, nobody knows what fan you are, but you're a hockey fan. I was so there. All the best players in the world, man. Like, it's hard to, uh, I can't think of one negative thing about the All-Star experience itself. I love the fact, uh, it's cutting my sound potential, but I don't care. I love that we got recognized in Toronto twice. Absolutely. Loved it. Once at the game, once at the Eaton Center. Couple I love that. Like, kids that we streamed. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I love just, you know, you go to these cities and you kind of go, oh, no one's going to know me. I'm good. Like, I'm set. No. Hi, Button. How are you? Like, it made me so happy. It was just kind of a little cherry on the top there for the trip. Just the, not that it like, means the world to me, but it's just no. nice to know. You know, we work hard on this thing called High Button Sports, yeah. so to have a little recognition and to, for someone to ask for a photo with us in Toronto, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it, it means the world to me, and I know it does to you and to Jeff, Scotiabank too. Arena. Scotiabank Arena, the most, where the Leafs know, play. That's what I mean. Down in the mezzanine, and, like, here's the thing. What are the odds that we even cross paths with those people? There's four or five floors in this place. There are 20,000 people in there, yeah. and they happen to notice us. And we weren't wearing high-button stuff, Billy. We weren't no. because we were out in a boat, right? Yeah. You we were wearing the Leafs jerseys. One. We were hockey fans. Yeah. And uh, I think I remember the names of the kids even, but we did stream them. I think it was Shout Zander, out to them. I forget. Zander I don't know their Bootlier. names. Oh, you know their names? Xander Bootlier and, um, man, that pisses me off because I've had this Well, if you remember so it through the podcast, just like yell it. Even Simon Mullen. There you go. There you go. And it was her, one of their moms, and she actually recognized us. And uh, screamed out, there's the high button, guys. And they immediately stopped, turned around, and, and people can think we're bullshitting, but this is how it went. And the two kids, and she was like, let's get a picture with the boys. And anyways, I en ended up just saying, hey, what's your name, blah, blah, blah. And me being one of the commentators, and I know Brendan can attest to this as well. Um, that boy, Brendan. You remember <laughs> names, right? You, you say names for a long yeah. time, and, and I know I have a different skill set where I remember immediately anyways. Yeah. Um, so when I said, oh, yeah, I remember who you got, and I mentioned who they played for, and I think that kind of went a long way for them yeah. is just the the name-to-name basis, and I could kind of see a smile out of the mom. Now, at that point, I'll be honest, I probably had, you know, three or four cre uh, creep sodas, vodka sodas. <laughs> so everything you remember isn't exactly how it went, but yeah. – that was uh, it was very close to that, and it was a very cool feeling. And another cool feeling. Speaking of vodka sodas, I myself had a couple. <laughs> and you like, the, I'm a wanderer. You know, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie to people right now that are oh, listening yeah. or watching. Where's my camera? Right there. I'm a wanderer. Sometimes when I, I love dudes, I love Jeff, I love the company. But when I'm in a new environment, sometimes I need to take it in for myself. Mm -hmm. Just walk around, take a look, and just take it in for myself without like, you know, I guess being led in different directions. So one time, I just went to go use the washroom. And there was a huge lineup. So I said, great, perfect opportunity to find another washroom. There's an elevator there. <laughs> yeah, right there, too. Right there. Um, no security, nothing. I get on the elevator. Oh, maybe there's a washroom on the top floor. Maybe the whatever. I'm a big Jesus take the wheel guy. I'm a, <laughs> let, me, let life take me wherever I need to go to figure it out. Um, so I get on the elevator. I don't even click a button, let someone else pick a button for me. I'm going for a ride. You know, there's four or five people in the elevator. I'm the sixth. <laughs> get out at the fifth sixth floor couldn't tell you what floor so all of a sudden we're in kind of a suite area no one's checking the, no one's checking my tickets i don't have a credential i'm not you know there's three four people that walk right three four three four people whatever the what did i say right you know a couple people walk right couple people walk left i just happen to go left in left little do you know there's a suite free <laughs> drinks free food food CEOs of big companies, bunch of, bunch of suits, NHL alumni, you name it, they're there. One security guard working the door. All of a sudden, the security guard's kind of checking credentials, checking tickets. I see it, but I don't think too much of it, so I just kind of keep going. Am I a bad guy for this? I don't think so. No one told me I couldn't go. No one told you you could. No one so. told me I could, so I'm not. I'm just going to keep walking. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm in there. <laughs> with everyone. I look to my right, I see Zidane O'Chara. I look to my left, I see Ken Reed. I look straight ahead, I see Colby Armstrong. I'm dropping names big time. What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Biggest issue. I didn't have anyone to talk to. You're in there, you got to look comfortable. You got to look like you belong. So I had no one to have a conversation with. So obviously I go in, I grab a free burger. I still have a drink, so I don't go to the bar. And I 
you know, go right up to the bar, not the bar, like the table by the bar. Mm-hmm. I just start talking to a couple random people. How are you? Networking. Oh, you're the CEO of Scotiabank? Nice to meet you. I'm Justin. High button sports. <laughs> not actually the CEO of Scotiabank, right, but, you know, but you, you know, know, like something like that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you just kind of network. You look natural. Here's where I messed up. Here's where I messed up. As soon as I uh, finished my drink, I went back to the bar, and I'm just – I don't – I didn't even think. Mm-mm. I don't go, all oh, the drinks here are free. Because when I went down to actually pay for a drink, it was like 32 bucks for a double <laughs> vodka soda. So I'm like, there's no way they're giving out free drinks here right now. Like, yeah, I'm getting duped. Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> so I, so what I So here's where I messed up. I go up to the bar. I go, hey, how you doing? I'd like a double vodka soda, please. And the gentleman, the bartender goes, yes, sir, absolutely. And as he goes to hand me the drink, I go to take out my credit card to pay. And as I'm taking my credit card out, there's a security guard kind of to the right of me. And I feel his eyeballs because if you're in that suite, obviously, you know, the drinks are free. You're not pulling your credit card out. So that was my tell. So that's what gave me away. But the security guard didn't like you guys, dudes, you're going to tell your version of the story here in a minute. Dudes got the tap myself. I didn't get the tap. I just felt the eyeballs as soon as I turned around from the bar. And when I know I'm (laughs) supposed to leave, I know I'm supposed to leave. So I had that sense. I just kind of tucked away in a corner, finished my free drink and left. Um, but with that being said, had uh, a nice, not a nice little chat with Chara, but just, you know, hey, Chara, how are you? Can I get a picture with you? Big fan. Marshy's from where I'm from. He's, he's basically going, whatever, get out of my face. But, hey, it is what it is. Got a picture <laughs> with Chara. Uh, saw Kenny Reed. I know Kenny. We've tried to get him on the podcast a couple times. Picto County. He's busy. Picto County, which we are right now, That's which right. is crazy. Yeah. Um, he's busy. We're busy. One of these days we're going to lock it down. Kenny, we will. Uh, shook his hand. Colby Armstrong was there. Uh, Man, it was just—it was one of those moments where you're just thankful for. Got a couple free burgers at the Air Canada yeah. Center, a free drink where I went to pay for it, where I messed up. But just one of those experiences I'll never forget, and uh, and just you know took my loss with the free drink thing, That's not and a loss. walked away. I know, but you know what I'm saying. Just, <clears throat> yeah, at the I could have been in there longer, but when, you know what I mean. When everyone knows yeah. when you feel the eyeballs, but you yeah, feel the eyeballs. The, it's your social recognition. Yes, you know, like you're like, okay, this yeah. is. I'm on thin ice here already, right? Why? What would you No, do? that's what you're thinking. Yeah, you're the, yeah. You're like, if I slip up at all, I'm yeah. out of here. I know, you know how to push my luck, but I also know when to walk away. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd be a great uh, like Which is why player. neither one of us got booted. Yeah, well, okay, we'll tell your version right? of the story. Because dudes happened to be – because dudes texted me. He said, where are you? And I said, washroom with Chara. Let me enjoy this. Talk later or something yeah. like that. So originally what happened was we, were, we went together. Yes. But I – I don't know what happened to me. I just got – ended up sticking behind – and all of a sudden, I turned around, and you were gone. And I, and I remembered you saying, I'm going to go downstairs and try and find a bathroom. So I went down in the elevator. Same thing. And when I, I was like, you know. But we weren't on the elevator at the same time. No, we weren't. Okay, I went yeah. down probably 10 minutes after yeah. you. So you were already settled in there. Yeah. Um, and then I, so I texted you, and I never got a text back, which is fine. But when I got down there, being a guy from Fairview, you know, a lot of this stuff is new for me, the Fairmont, <laughs> all that stuff. It was just a little bit overwhelming. It's yeah. like red carpet type stuff and suits all around and i'm in an austin matthews jersey you know with a i had my collar coat on so at least i had a collar a collar a uh, brand new coat that i bought for the big city stay um, humble stay humble but anyways i go down and i call belly you answered and you were like and i'll be honest with you man i thought you were bullshitting me i really did um not that you you've ever bullshitted me but I, at the what time did I say? you were saying you were with chara so and uh you were like i'm with chara I, there's a bunch of big wigs here i'm already in i just let me let me yeah. take the moment i was like absolutely no problem so now my brain goes how am I going to get in? <laughs> you know? So I'm sitting there going. I just try to walk through like I'm the man. How you doing, ladies? Blah, blah, blah. It's two ladies now working the gate, and there's nobody. It's oh, you just had two ladies. Okay, I had one door. older gentleman. Okay. And I think this older gentleman's the guy that ended up catching me. But <laughs> So I walk through, and she's like, do you have your pass? And I was like, I'm just heading to get it. Like, quick answer, yeah. super confident. You know me, bullshitting. And uh, she's like, oh, well, you have to wait over here and maybe get him to bring you. I said, no problem. Perfect. I'll go game plan. So I stood out front. I put my phone brightness all the way down on low, pretended to be on the phone. I'm laughing, having a good time. Yeah, no worries, man. Take your time. I'm out here. I'm just to the right, blah, blah, blah. But on the meantime, I'm watching. I'm processing the people going in and out, okay? And I'm going, not everybody has a lanyard. Not everybody's showing a pass. Some people have, some people haven't. So I'm going, hmm. I can refer to my old friend Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. And he d- you call it Ricky and people. I, you're not disrespectful. You just pretend like you're there. You say you know somebody. Oh, you know Jim. Jim knows you. Oh, Jim from head office. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I waited, wait a couple minutes. I'm on the phone. Yeah, no worries. Pretending to text, walking around. Kind of being sketchy, right? Because I'm just floating. <laughs> Finally, I see like 15 people come off the elevator. And I'm like, there it is. This is my opportunity. That's it. And I have no like malicious intent. I just want to get in and see if you're telling me the truth. It's really, yeah. and you said free drinks, so now I'm like, 
you know, my brain's yeah. going free anything, and I'm in. It could have been Pop-Tarts. And uh, so I get through. I tuck in the crowd. I pretend to be on the phone. So that way if someone says something to you, be like, I didn't hear you, my bad. Tuck into the crowd. I go left, like you said, where you were. I, I went right to the bar immediately because I knew it was free drinks. Grabbed a vodka soda. So now I'm double fisted walking through here. <laughs> No one's double fisted in no there. No one's double fisted. <laughs> One's got a briefcase and a drink, yeah. you know. Uh, and I'm wearing a La Leafs jersey, a Matthews Leafs jersey. Yeah. So, anyways, I walk. I'm walking through, and like, I'm talking into crowds. I know that my time is limited here. I'm just trying to find you, yeah. and I really want to meet Chara. So I want to see what a view is like at his kneecaps. Um, I get through. I'm buzzing. I got the drink. I'm just about to the food station where you got the sliders. I'm like, okay, everything he said to me so far has been true. Okay. So I come in, and all of a sudden I get the tap. <laughs> And it's not like a, like a grab tap. It was just like a quick tap. And I just turned around. And before he could say anything, I go, you got me. And he just, he laughed. He was like, ha. Ah. He's like, what are you doing, brother? And I was like, honestly, I was looking for my buddy. I, turns out he's not here. But I said, everything looked pretty fancy down here. So I figured, why not? You know? And Honesty's I think great. the honesty, yeah. he laughed. He was like, no worries, man. He's like, um, he's like obviously, I'm just going to have to ask you to leave, though. And I said, oh, not, not the building. And he goes, no, man. He goes, wherever yeah. your, your seats are. So I'm like, okay, fuck this. I'm like, whatever. I'm all horned up. Like, I can't wait to get back and tell Jeff or whoever <laughs> that I got the boot from the VIP zone. But anyways, you come back up with a picture with Chara and all this, and you and I are like, you know, we're amped, right? My heart rate's yeah. through the roof as soon as you get tapped. Even when you get in, you're Vodka going, does that. It gets your, Ooh. like. Yeah. yeah, and you're confident, too, yeah. right? Like, if, if, if I, like, smoked before or something like that before we went in, I would have yeah. been super sketchy. I would have never even attempted it. But um, it's a cool story to tell. You got the boot, and we got to stay in the rink and enjoy the rest of the experience. Yes. So it, it ended up setting up the rest of the night for sure. Oh, my God. We were just yeah. on a high. It was a great time. Yeah, like, the guy was such a beauty. There was no if regrets about to it. This, like, uh, he was just a shorter guy. He had, like, the cul-de-sac haircut Yeah, that's, that's the guy who I went behind. <laughs> yeah. That's who it was, oh, the cul-de-sac. He was on to us. Yeah. We was, I, he, oh, I forgot. I asked him. That wasn't the guy who, like, I saw. The guy who I saw was a bit bigger, had a full head of hair. Okay. He was a bit thicker. That yeah. wasn't the guy who I saw to my right when I pulled my credit card out. But I, he was lying me, and I just <laughs> oh, sent yeah. him out. I forgot to tell you this part of the story, too. I asked him. I said, how did you, how did you know that I wasn't supposed to be here? And he stopped me, and he, like, used my shoulders, and he just spun me around a couple times. He goes, you see any other hockey jerseys? And I went, fuck's sakes. Yep. Like, no, Business I don't. I said, what about my collar jacket? And he just <laughs> laughed. And then he just, he's just like, you got to go, man. And I was like, all right. That's whatever. amazing. Oh, man. It was just what about that the collar jacket? <laughs> it's true because when you're in there, it suits. You're collared oh, up. and We stuck out like sore thumbs already, man. Yeah, like, it is what it is. Yeah. I had the all-star hat on. No one in there had an all-star hat on. Everyone was just <laughs> million-dollar deals going well, we down. We did it. But there was a couple big wigs. It was great. We did it. We had fun. Mm -hmm. I don't regret a minute of it. God, no. And that night was great because we saw Brody and uh, Ben. The night of the All-Star game? Yeah, didn't we? Yeah, because the first night when we got yeah, there, they said we said, we come out. one night in us. Because they said to us, they go, look, we'll come out, but pick your night. The first night wasn't that big of a night. Second night was. And I think we made the right call with them coming out the second night. And then we made plans because we knew the Nor'easter was coming. Yep. And if you don't know our friends, bro, how much time are we at right now? Sorry, Brian. 49 We're minutes. 40-24. 4024. 4024. That's only 40 minutes. That's not bad at all. We, uh, our friends Brody and uh, Ben, they are coaches up in North, North, just Toronto, but their North team's Toronto called North Club. Toronto Hockey. Club. Hockey. What, what's, is it? NTHC. Yeah. NTHC. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just said, well, if our plane doesn't get out, we're going to come and just watch the game. Because Brody and Ben, they live in Toronto, and every time I see them, they're always talking about their team. And, <laughs> how, you know, they talk about the players they like, the players, well, you know, what it is, bad what it habits. is. Yeah, bad habits. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, as soon as uh, I found out that we were, it was 7 a.m., and I got the alert on my phone, and it goes, yeah, Porter Airlines 205 is canceled. You're not getting out today. And dudes is, I don't know if you're awake or if you're asleep, but you said you heard me. I went to piss and came in, and that's the first thing you said to me. So then I go, okay, hey, dudes, our flight's canceled. And you didn't react. You went, oh, okay. And then, I, and then the first thing I said, I go, this is great, though. So now we can go see Brody and Ben coach. And then you just went right back to bed, and then you woke up, and that's the first thing you said you remembered. Because honestly, like, I wanted to go see them. I wanted to get out of the city, the concrete jungle in the city. Yeah. 48 hours, I got to get out. I, gotta, I need to just get out. I can't eat Chipotle four days in a row. I got to see something else. I got to move. Yeah, you especially. I can't be. I got to see a tree. And uh, as soon as we got out of the city and we got to go to, what was the name of the rink? Uh, Ted Reeves Arena. As soon as we got to the Ted Reeves Arena, it was an older barn, kind of like the one we went to today, yeah, which Hector. was the Hector. Mm -hmm. And we got to see two of our buddies coach, and we got a couple highlights for them. And it was a just, a, it was a nice little break from the city to get out and go see them. And my favorite part about that whole day 
was we got to the rink, and we, it's funny because they picked us up downtown, yeah. and we had like a little run through traffic to get in the car. Anyways, we get there, and um, we're like, hey, let's, uh, we're all hanging out up top at the Ted Reeves Arena, which is in the beaches in Toronto. Um, great barn. They were like, oh, it's kind of shitty. I'm like, this is a great barn. Yeah. Anyways, we get there. Aren't all five of us wearing our high button three quarters? One of the weirdest coincidences ever. We got now. a photo of it. Exactly, right? So that's when you go, yeah. photo now. Yeah. Um, proof. But it, there was no communication of it. Obviously, you and I and Jeff, for the most part, when we try and go somewhere, we'll wear something, yeah. you know, just in case. And uh, for a, big a situation like this, right? Where and those are there? super nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was a really cool part. But, yeah, man, this was a, it was a really good game. Just different. I love doing different things. When I yeah. talk about me being a wanderer, yeah. you just – I like – Going away from doing something else different. I mean, I'll never be back in the Ted Reeves Arena. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But I just like going to do different things that, you know. You are a wanderer. I love Every wander. now and then, Belly would just disappear for like an hour. And he'd come back and be like, the new hotel's booked. And you're like, okay, that's where he was, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I just like to leave. You just, you got to. <clears throat> yeah. You got to see new things. You got to talk to new people. You got to. I do remember you telling me the flight was canceled. But, man, I don't drink very often. And you don't either. So our hangovers hit hard now. Yeah. I was so hungover on Sunday when you said that. I, I, I wouldn't have cared at that point if we flew out three weeks from then. Yeah. Just let me go back to sleep. But yeah. then once you wake up and you get back to it, and I do remember the walk to the hotel because you had to go get another one because we were yeah. stuck. And I remember walking, and I remember we had a bag of sweet chili heat lays that were open all night. And I was so hungover, I didn't care. I took them with me, and I could hear my bag crutching down the streets of Toronto <laughs> like a true sore loser. Just <laughs> <laughs> every step we took, and then we ended up getting the new hotel, and the rest was history. But easily the nicest hotel I've ever been in. The fair, yeah. 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 You know? Stuck out like sore thumbs there. Did we ever. The Fairmount. I'll say it. I'm not ashamed of it. Fairmont. Fairmont? Fairmont. Which is why See, the that, tells you, that tells you we weren't supposed to be in there. She goes, you're going to stay at the Fairmont, but, f but fly flare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous. But I, I have a theory. If I'm going to be miserable, I'm going to be comfortable. Yeah, man. I'll, uh, I'll, what a I'll, I'll spend the money on comfort if I'm in a state of misery. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the, Life is a balance. Yeah. If you're miserable, you might as well be comfortable. And you know what, Belly? We've worked hard. Some people may still think this company's a joke. I don't really care. But we've worked hard to be able to put ourselves in a position where we could stay there. Yes. We're not millionaires. No. Everybody knows that. No. You know what I mean? But I'm not picking up cigarette butts off the ground like I used to. No. You know, like it's, 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 you work hard and every now and then. I, I liked your theory because I was like, you know me, I'm a cheap bastard. So yeah. I'm like, hey, cheap let's go stay at twice. the Comfort Inn at the airport. And you're like, I want to be comfy, dudes. And yeah. that's all I'll say. Yeah. I'll put up my, here's my two cents. That's it. But man, robes, slippers, sauna, steam, steam room, room, hot tub, pool, like, complimentary on. water, fruit. Right. So yeah. And every time you walk down the hall, how you doing, sir? Yeah. The, the workers. How are you? Hope <laughs> I've you're never met your someone so happy to clean a room. No. Slipper. Are you all right, Brennan? Huh? You're good. Yeah. I'm good. I he's love good. how he goes to three. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, man. <laughs> um, but just yeah. a great hotel. Yeah. And that it kind of makes me so like when I was booking the hotel for uh, for Sean for Moncton. I was like, man, these hotels are cheap here. Because, you know, you're like, you pay that up there in Toronto, and now you're booking hotels back in Nova Scotia. You're like, ah. Yeah, get them two rooms. Yeah, get them two Can rooms. Can I get the joined one, please? Yeah, so it makes, it makes you appreciate it. But I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but worth the money. I, I think it was worth the money. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say the exact amount, but I did not have a problem paying that amount to stay at the Fairmont. Mont, yeah. Fairmont. Yeah. With what everything it came with. One, the sauna sweated everything out. Yeah, Two, it was right next to the train station, so we got to Pierce and, like, boom, right across the street. Yep. Right, it was also right next to everything. Mm -hmm. Timmy's, specifically. Timmy's. Yep. And I just, it was a great room. The beds were awesome. It actually had cable, like, high definition. <laughs> and I know you're thinking, oh, that's not a big deal, but it is compared to the first hotel we stayed in. Yeah. We had no channels. Didn't even have a key. We didn't even have a view. This year, this thought, this, anyways. And we made the fridge in the window. <laughs> yeah, dudes made a, a fridge in the room. Oh, we might have footage tape. of that. The fact that you had Gorilla Tape was ridiculous to me. But Gorilla Tape is, you need Gorilla Tape in this business. It's a necessity at this point. This yeah. podcast would not be brought to you. Would, this podcast would not be going if it wasn't for Gorilla Tape. I'll give them a free ad. Yeah, we need but if Gorilla Tape wants to sponsor us, we sponsor you, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you that's know? for sure. <laughs> Alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do we want to get to the... Uh, Oh, the flight home? The flight home? Yeah. Now that we're pushing 50, 60 minutes I don't here. even I don't. It's going to make me upset. I'm trying to end this on a good, like, I'm going to be upset, but uh, we'll tell it. And I'll interject as we go if you want to tell it. Okay. 
So, flight canceled. Well, here's the thing. Flight's canceled, but not just for us. For everyone on this flight. you got to think, Actually, everyone's yeah. been stuck for two days. So before Leads us to the Eaton Center. What's that? The Eaton Center. The e- so, yeah, okay, we'll start at the Eaton Center. Well, I'll let you tell that. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, flight yeah. canceled. I'll, yeah. We're not – I wouldn't say we're down. Obviously, you want to get home, especially with us having significant others uh, at home having to deal with all this. Um, thank God for my neighbors. I'll say that if they're listening. Um, and my friends. Um <laughs> Because they helped out at home. But anyway, so we, we're like, all right, let's go. You know, we got some, we got shit to do. There's, we can't sit in the hotel all day, especially you. Let's go move around. So we're like, hey, let's go to the Eaton Center. We'll get lunch, maybe check out Under Armour or whatever. So we're sitting there. We're eating lunch. I'm having Subway. I don't know what you guys had. You had Thai food. Like Asian Jeff noodles. had like something like a, he didn't even like know a, what it was. Like a faux bowl. Um, anyways, we're sitting there, and, you know, we're just kind of like, uh, whatever, trying to figure out when our flight is, blah, 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 which we thought it was Monday, according to the Porter app. All of a sudden, this lady and a gentleman walk up to us, don't say hi or anything. They just go, oh, you guys are stranded too. Once again, not wearing any high-button gear. And we're going like, who the, who are you? Anyways, guy introduces himself. They were f- great later in the story. Um, part of the Bridgewater organization in Junior B. Brett. Is Brett, Brett? was his name. I forget his wife's name. Uh, the last name Fletcher, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. I think it was Kaylee or Haley. Yeah. Um, so much happened, it was hard to keep up with the names. Anyways, they recognized us. Turns out the lady was a travel agent. Okay, so she's going, we, don't, we didn't get out till Tuesday, so now we're going ding, ding, shit. That means we're not getting out till Tuesday. So she ended up taking your phone and checking us all in yeah. and doing all that for us, and we found out, okay, Tuesday's when we fly out. So yeah. now, what do we have to do? We have to book another night because we thought we were leaving Monday. This all to say, we ended up leaving the Eaton Center, getting another night, and then the Leafs play the next night, which the family was going to as well, or that couple were going to as well. That was great. Leafs lost. I knew they were going to. Pole Stars, All-Star. Islanders, which you saw like a week before that, which is ridiculous. Super fan. Island, big Patty Wall guy. Love Patty Wall. Um, but anyway, so then that brings us kind of to um, Tuesday. So shout out to, to those two that they were are honestly. Our new parents. I never want to travel again without us. them. Yeah. We'd still be at the Eaton Center food court if we didn't meet them. Right, because then they, she ended up switching our flight three or four times after the delay, which yeah. we'll get to now. And Porter never even sent me, like, a notification on, like, she was like, yeah, Porter should have sent you a notification on when your new flight was. I never got anything from Porter. <laughs> no. Like, anyways, I'll, I'll... But I will say the Porter experience was much better than the flight. Yeah, sure. So the notification would have been nice. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Especially, like, you know, midday. So, anyways, Tuesday roll around, rolls around. Boom. We already know our way around the city. We're, ba- we're basically vets. We know everything about everyone and how to get to the airport. That's for sure. Yeah. So, we get to the airport, no problem. Beautiful day. Sun is out, shining, mm-hmm. smiling. You get to the airport, energy's high because the people that have been, the people that are on our flight are just like us. They're stuck, but they're ready to go. So, you know, there's no issues. Like, we're, we're on the flight. No delays. Nothing. We're boom. We're on we're there. We're early. We're early. Like, yeah. everyone wants to go. Mm-hmm. Everything's great. I sit down. Buddy next to me, he's going to back to school at Dow. Good guy. How are you? 30 seconds before takeoff. You know when the engine goes? Like, you just feel it. Like when you're the, ready. The, the pilot had his hand on the gear. The throttle. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, I had my headphones in. And, and whenever, like, a woman goes... Ah! Like, you know that yell? Yeah. That, yeah! Yelp. You, you, yelp. You, yeah. you know something is wrong. And it was a back-to-back yelp. It was, yeah! And then it was another, yeah! yeah. And then it was, stop the plane. It was headphone out, then yeah. it was, stop the plane. And then when you hear, stop the plane, I'm turning, I'm turning my head. I, I thought lo- it was like a threat. I did, too. I, like I, was, just like, or something. I was just like, I was getting ready. I, my, I was prepared for anything. So can I interject for one sec? Go Once ahead. again, Belly. The lady, I'm here, Jeff's beside me. We're playing Mario Kart on Nintendo Switch. She is the seat behind us. And, right behind us. And then the other thing that happened was right behind you. So now, like, we're in the area, so my immediate fear kicks in, like, who am I protecting? Yeah. Not that I'm tough, but you just think like yeah. that, right? So then. So then, a gentleman, what do I say? Heart attack, stroke. We don't, we don't, well, same thing. Seizure. Out. Yeah. He passed out. He, he was drooling, his eyes shut. It looked like for a second he was just taking a nap. But he was out. So luckily, this gentleman had a nurse. The woman who went, who screamed was yeah. a nurse. So all of a sudden, uh, the air, the stewardess, get up and go, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Is anybody on board a doctor? Mm-hmm. This one lady goes, well, I'm a nurse, um, so I'm going to just do what I got to do. But the, the air, the, the stewardess was like, I need to see your credentials. Med- credentials yeah, which I all the other nurses, because like four or five of them I know, but what a time running. to ask for credentials. The guy's... Yeah. 
that has no You're pulse. just going to have to trust me. You're going to have to trust me yeah. here. So the lady and another gentleman who was able to pick him up put him on the floor, right in the aisle. Mm -hmm. So now, literally, dudes, I and myself and Jeff are watching this woman give CPR to a man that who was could a, potentially be dead. Who could potentially be dead. Because for at least a minute and a half, maybe two minutes, she was yelling to the entire plane, mm -hmm. no pulse, no pulse, Medical no pulse, no pulse. Yeah. So now... Everyone is panicked, and also everyone just wants to go home. Mm -hmm. So you have to think of the state of this plane, just an absolute – it didn't feel real. Yeah. It felt like a video game. Yeah, or a movie. Or a movie. You're yeah. just like, wait a second, I'm 20 seconds from taking off into the sky to go home, and now a guy behind me is having a heart attack. But I never did, was I pissed off, or no. you were like, oh, my God, God no. I hope he lives. You're, yeah. you're not sitting there pissed off. You're there, oh, my God, please, please come back to life. I can't mm -hmm. just – please live. Two minutes, CPR, chest, 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 mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth, chest, 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 mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth. And then all of a sudden you hear the lady go, oh, there you go. And so, you, they, then, so then you're just like, oh, my God. And then I, I won't lie. I, I didn't look that often. No, me either. I tried like, to be I, I peaked. I was too, you know, how. Privacy. Sure, but also memories. I don't want to see a guy die to my right. Yeah. So, but as soon as, I looked every now and then, I won't lie, I saw like drool and he was pale and yes. his eyes were at the back of his head. And he was an older fella. He man. was, you know, he's older 80s, young, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not good with that age thing, it, but he it, was up there. there. Yep. And then as soon as I heard the lady go, oh, there you go, sir. My, I just, then I looked and then you saw his eyes come back and then you saw, you didn't see him speak right away. But you, the, the, the nurse was like, so do you know where you are? Do you know what just happened? What's your name? Is your wife on board? Because then all of a sudden, the women at the front of the plane started coming back because they thought it was their husband that had passed <laughs> out or had a heart attack. I'll never attack. forget the one lady, man. So the, all the ladies at the front were rushing to the back where we were, and all the stewardess were like, whoa, 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 he's okay, he's okay. And everyone, all the women were he, – he was by himself. He had no one with him, no. which was awful. And you just, have to, you just have to imagine essentially being in that position – almost dying and as this guy's like coming back to conscious he's like apologizing to everyone and it's like dude don't apologize <laughs> you just almost died like you're a vet you're a warrior like just relax get off the plane check yourself you're fine we don't care that we're gonna have to deboard yeah i kind of jumped Which ahead we didn't know at that i, I kind of jumped ahead there on that but yeah so eventually the pilot jumps on and says excuse me everyone obviously something significant just happened we have to go back to the airport so uh the ambulance can get a hold of them, so that takes 20 minutes, and eventually we're there. And I guess when these things happen, pa paperwork has to be filled out. Yeah, it does. So we're sitting on the plane for 30, yeah. 45 minutes. Went back to the gate. Went back to the gate. We're yeah. sitting there. We're like, okay, whatever. We'll wait an hour, then we're out of here. Yeah. And that just wasn't the case. So apparently this paperwork was going to take forever, so we have to get off. We get off, and we hear from the airline, yeah, you guys are going to be taking off in about an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours. And it, like I go, I, like I say, no one's pissed off. There was one lady. Be sure, one, <laughs> one lady and a guy. Yeah, were like idiots. I, I, yeah. I, Anyways, that's not. I, I can't even yeah, talk exactly. about that because it's so infuriating that that person is, exactly. is even considered. Yeah. After what just happened. You know, I can't even. That's not even a thing to me. Yeah. It's just irrelevant. I see this is what I'm talking about because <laughs> I might get upset. But anyways, there's two people that were upset and just I'm not even going to give them the light of day. Just despicable humans. Mm -hmm. Anyways, flight's delayed by two hours. It sucks. We're there. They're going to reboard us until the flight crew says they are unfit to fly. Just started too. Just started. So apparently tr uh, flight attendants are like truck drivers. After so many hours, you got to shut her down. Yep. This wasn't the case for the flight attendants. They've just started their first shift of the day. They were saying they were too rattled, essentially, yeah. to serve us and fly because some guy almost died. Which, to be like, they didn't—they did nothing. No. If anything, they overreacted and panicked. And the lady, who's the hero, the nurse sitting there, saved the day. The, the, they brought the oxygen tank. They brought the oxygen tank and they filled out some paperwork, but they didn't. It's a free day off. Suck it up. Yeah. So, anyways, we're all <laughs> sitting there in the the what do you call it? The gate. Yep. And I, you know, we're all alive, and we we know what a walk of shame looks like. We've all done it. This was the biggest walk of shame I've ever seen in my entire life. The whole flight crew and the pilots, head down, roller cases, walk by everyone that's sitting at the gate trying to go home, and they bailed on us. They let us, they let us out to dry. Yep. So now we know we're in for one. Luckily, Brett and his wife, forget her name, I apologize, um, she goes up to the front of the desk and goes, look, me and my three kids, meaning me, you, and Jeff, <laughs> need to be home like now. So she arranges us for to get on another flight. God bless her. Yep. 
then that flight ends up being delayed. So now we get rearranged back onto the original flight that we were supposed to be on. <laughs> by, by the time all this is happening, what, three hours goes by? Three I and a half? I would at least say, yeah, because we switched gates a couple times too. and like Switch she, gates. She knew that there was only two more flights going out, 350 and 755 for some reason I remember. So she's like, I got us five seats on the 350 plane. So we went down to that gate, which we ended up meeting Jamie Kelly, a good buddy of mine's mom. So oh, that yes. was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Jamie Kelly. Um, so then she, the lady that she was talking to originally comes down to her, and she's like, hey, were you the lady that rebooked the people from Flight 205? And she said, yeah. And we're all sitting there going, fuck, shit, here we go. Anyway, she takes her down, and everybody knows. We've all been to the office. You, you get taken yeah. down by who you're talking to, and you're thinking, we're, it's over. Yeah. I thought We're, we're time, moving to Toronto. You and me and Jeff – we're going to be stuck. Her and her husband were going to go, which at that point was whatever. She tells us, now that 350 flight's going to be pushed because we got to get the 205 flight out. So we've already switched our boarding passes and gates. We're committed this to This is not a complaint. Flight. This yeah. is a story. So now we're like, okay, we got to go back down the other way. And I did feel a little bit awkward. I'm not going to lie. Going back, because everybody knows we've got another flight, so we... Yeah. We pissed off, right? And now we're coming back to yeah. back to the peasants, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we ended up getting on that flight, and the, all the other ones got delayed. So it was... We got the one flight out. We did. Luckily. So we did get Even out. though we risked it, tried to get out early, we, we eventually got back on the correct flight, the original flight, and we got out. And that flight, other than the gentleman almost dying, yep. was perfect. And as, you know, this is the part also that pisses me off. We're, we're taking off, and the late, the steward, the flight attendants are doing their safety check. If we're, you know, that one guy yells. He goes. Uh, he, he interrupts the, the ladies doing the thing yeah. and yells what? He yells, nobody die on this flight. Which is okay. And here's the other thing. When I talk about things happening around us, the guy that passed out in the seat, the nurse was beside him. There was another nurse in front of him. So, that she, like, they were friends. I'm in the seat now on this flight that he passed out in. So I said to I actually said to her, I was like, listen, before we even take off, I'm going to be sleeping. I know it's been a crazy day, but I'll be back. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. She didn't laugh or anything. She was like, acknowledge, yeah. awesome. Um, and right before we fly, like you said, the guy interrupts. And this guy, we seen him earlier, and it was He was also like, dropping fuck. He was dropping nukes, farts, the whole flight. Yeah, I, that's my theory. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's you were behind him. I was in front of him to his left, and he yells, nobody die on this flight, and no one reacts. And I just turn around and I peek right through him, right at you, through the seat, and you're just like, it was honestly, man, I'm not an aggressive person. I never really want to fight. Even in hockey, everybody can attest to that. But this was the one time that I just felt like absolutely hauling off and punching this guy in the mouth and be like, there you go. It was just uncalled for. Now you for. can stay. Right? And I asked the him The flight later, gets late again because dudes gets in a fight. Emergency. We're back <laughs> <laughs> I asked him, I said, what's the rush? And he goes, well, I got, my buddies are back home. I'm going to get loaded. And I'm like, really? You joked about someone's life for that? You can't make this shit up, Ellie. You cannot make this shit up. I could try. It makes me not like the Celtics that much. Yeah. He's wearing a big Celtics jersey. He's wearing a Celtics hoodie. Who cares, man? It's not a funny joke. I was, I, I would know, just, if I can bite my know. tongue, yeah. everybody else should. Yeah. But those ladies were awesome, man. I've never seen somebody. I've never been a part of that. I'm thankful that I haven't. A yeah. CPR revival of, yeah. of sort in our area. It's yeah. one thing. It was at the back. You kind of yeah. just like yeah. block it off. But these ladies, man, I thanked them. I, yeah. They didn't do shit for me, but I thanked them because... I thought right away, and Jeff made this point, what if it was just us three there? I don't know how to save anybody. CPR? I, I can barely spell CPR. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me so too. it's like I was thankful that those people, but, man, what are the odds that there's 10 nurses on the? Yeah. So shout out to nurses, man. Yeah. Honestly, that's wild. That's and what this, into this episode like is dedicated to some nurses. And then I do remember the one lady come back. She was so calm. She wanted to see if it was her husband. She was so yeah. calm. She walked back. Yeah. Purple. And they're gown. like, is this your husband? Is this your husband? She goes, well, I don't know yet. No. Like, her so her husband was sitting right behind me. <laughs> and he goes, hey, it's, 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 I'm right here. She I'm goes, all good, honey. No, it's not him. And she yeah. just bolts back to the front. Yeah. It was just like the fact that people stayed calm throughout all of that was, was amazing to me. I think everyone was just tired. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this can't be We happening. did stay calm, but everyone was just tired. Yep. Anyways, let's wrap. How much time are we at? We have to, we're, 57. We be we're at uh, an hour and one minute. Yeah, so Ooh. there's a practice going on behind us. We're out here in Pictou Wellness Center. Shout out to John Sim. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Looking forward to this tournament. Dudes, yep. you want anything to, you got anything to say? Uh, 38th edition of the Pictou County Memorial Tournament in memory of a family that lost their lives back in the day traveling back from New Brunswick. So it's a special one for us. Um, it means a lot to be here. So we thank the people um, for trusting us with such a big event. We're really excited. All right, we're out. Enjoy your week, everybody. Have fun, work hard, and we're out. Peace. Let's get the Twiggies going. <laughs>